Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and it is time for Hits and Misses. I'm here with Drew. Drew, how you doing? It's a snowy Saturday morning. I'm looking out at the, at the snow, and it's nice that I don't have to go outside. Oh, man. I remember those days. I might go outside after this. We'll see. But if you want to go outside of your comfort zone, you should go ahead and leave us a thumbs up. You should subscribe to this channel, Fightful Overbooked. Leave us a comment. If you disagree with our list, our top five hits and misses, that's TFB. And you should probably realize that wrestling is subjective. Shall we get to number five on our hits? Drew. Let's do it. You go first this time. I will go first. My number five is the Dewdrop and Becky Lynch interview from Raw this past Monday. I thought that it was very good. I thought it was filled with Irish and Scottish nonsense, which is what I wanted out of this feud. And more than anything, I think it set up Dewdrop to be a proper contender for the Women's Championship. Do I expect her to win at the Royal Rumble? Nope. Do I expect her to have a strong showing at the Rumble and possibly move her forward in the future? Absolutely. This is a good point in her story. That's my number five. Give me yours. My number five is Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. No! (laughs) (laughs) Again, we don't look at each other's list going into the recording. You didn't see my face? I was like... uh. I thought you were just shocked that I picked that of all the things that happened this week. No, uh, I'm not educated on Piper Niven pre-WWE, but man, I was blown away by this promo segment. I really was. Like, when she came in as Dewdrop, I just tuned out. It was nothing that was interesting to me, and they really just had that whole thing with Eva Marie be weird. It was weird, but yeah. it showed, you know, like, her personality and wit, like, it, it it was very good. It was a very good back and forth between her and Becky, and I loved it. I really did. Wonderful. I can't believe we picked both the same. That's hilarious. <laughs> of all of all things. Let's yeah. move on to number four. Uh, for me, it was from SmackDown, the segment, the main event segment between Seth and Roman Reigns. Uh, Seth Rollins coming out not only in his best Joker attire, but also doing his best Joker impression and really just turning up the heat on Roman Reigns. The wow. two of them, A, have chemistry, which we knew. But B, tell a much better story than what's going on on the other side of things with Bobby and Brock. Bobby and Brock seems more like a a UFC-style big man, hoss fight, two guys who just want to beat each other up, whereas Seth and Roman has become more of a mind games feud. And I'm a fan of that. There's history there. So I enjoyed that segment. I thought it really got us prepared, really got us excited for that match at the Royal Rumble. What's your number four? Uh, My number four... Uh, is from NXT, and it's MSK versus Jacket Time, believe it or not. I love, I said last week that that type of wrestling is my favorite, and just that fast-paced, high-flying, um, you know, both teams have great tag chemistry with each other, and... Uh, I've been a fan of Wesley and Nash Carter for a long time, going back to the the Treehouse days on Impact with Trey Miguel. Um, And it feels like, you know, like, especially with uh, with Nash and, and Wes, it feels like they're just having so much fun right now. 
like it, it feels genuine and that's really great i i love watching that well you know what i'm glad you said that because that's my number three is msk versus jagged time from the dusty cup at nxt this oh. past week so we're on we're on the same similar page the match was great it was very fluid the finish was great with the hoverboard lock going into that kind of uh flip time blockbuster looking move uh i really enjoyed the match and i think that msk is going to make it to the finals i think they're going to get crushed by the creed brothers on the way out but i think that this match really did wonders for both msk and jacket time that's my number three what was your number three my number three was john moxley versus anthony bowens on rampage oh yes um you know last week we said just the greatest things about Moxley, so we don't really have to go into that. But this week, I want to talk about how awesome Anthony Bowens is. And as a gay man myself, he is incredibly inspirational. And, you know, I've met him in person before. He's legitimately, like, one of the nicest people that I've ever met, honestly. Um, I really love him a lot. And Max Caster has grown on me, too. So... I would like to see the, the acclaimed be more dominant, maybe even a, a tag team reign in the future. And I know that Phil Lindsay agrees with me on that, so I'm right. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, listen, imagine doing the acclaimed versus Mox and Kingston down the line. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. My number two is a little bit out of left field, but I think it's a match that people should check out. It's from BTI before the impact and it's a match between blake christian and laredo kid oh. if you have a chance to go out watch the match it's free i believe it's on youtube uh, i watched it before impact this past thursday and uh, again blake christian's been tearing it up since he departed nxt he's been having banger matches in gcw he's been having banger matches in impact again he's going around the indies he's having a ball i really do recommend you go check out blake christian and laredo kid from impact uh, from the BTI show earlier this week. That's my number two. How about you? So number two for me was going to be number one before yesterday. Okay. Uh, number two for me is Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara on Dynamite. Yeah. And my number one, which we'll get to in a moment, that's going to be very interesting because I did not interject when you were talking about it. But... Uh, it's that we'll get there. Okay. Uh, so, yes, so Cody, Cody, and and Sammy on Dynamite uh, reminds me why I respect wrestlers so much <laughs> because boy, they really put their bodies on the line for our entertainment. Yep. <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, and of course, the latter spots specifically, which I I did mention on Twitter before uh, we went live on this. You know, I would try to give you a cutter off a ladder <laughs> through the computer somehow. Yeah. Um, we'll see if I can do that next week because it's definitely going to fail this week. Uh, <laughs> but I've I've I mean, there were so many incredible spots in that match involving a ladder. You know, like I had never seen before. Somebody get dropped on the hinges of a ladder so that it closed on them like a bear claw. Yeah. Uh, a bear yeah. trap is like yeah. that. It's so, I've li- I, I don't know if you've ever seen something like that, but I know I haven't. <laughs> Not off the top of my head. If I, if I, I'd have to go back pretty extensively in ladder matches to really get a good taste of if, if, if I've seen it before. Yeah. So, I mean, it was absolute madness. 
the right person won. Yeah. And yeah, that was my number two. So that's my number one, which should probably not be much of a surprise. It was an excellent match. Uh, they really did go hard. They really did do everything they could to beat each other up, take each other down. And uh, I agree with you. The right guy won. I'm excited for Sammy Guevara. I'm excited for him to potentially have a better, longer TNT championship reign. And uh, one spot to highlight was obviously that Jeff Hardy spot going to the top of that giant ass ladder and basically ricocheting his entire body off of Cody Rhodes's front and back. <laughs> so, Hey, both men probably don't have physical spines anymore, but they definitely grew a pair uh, after that match. Cause there was a lot going on there. So that is my number one pick of the week. Go ahead. Shock me. Surprise me. What was your number one? My number one is your number four. Really? Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Okay. Um, something that I think needs to be said is that Seth wearing a Joker-esque suit, I don't feel like that was an accident. I agree. I agree. Because he, I, I didn't really put it together before seeing him in that suit, but the past couple of weeks has been very Joker-Seth-like. It, it, it you know, his mannerisms and, you know, you just couldn't put two and two together. But seeing him in that suit finally made me go, oh, because of all of their history, it kind of makes sense for Rollins to be Roman Reigns' Joker. Hmm. And, you and know, destined I, to do this forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, almost in yeah. a sense. I mean, Rollins mentioned it. In, in the promo last night throughout their history. Yeah. Rollins has always been able to pin Reigns and clean the main event of WrestleMania when he came back from injury. No shenanigan style pins. It's always been clean. And I don't know. You can maybe tell me if I'm wrong here, but I kind of almost felt like a double turn was being set up. Yeah, I mean, listen, we'll let the the analysts go in for that one. Uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see something attempted. But I don't think it needs to be done. I don't think I think Seth will just go back to being a heel, and Roman will go back to being a heel. Seth will go back to Raw, maybe have a feud with, say, I don't know, Kevin Owens over the United States Championship. Maybe there's a face there. I don't know. But regardless, uh, I, I agree with you that Seth and Roman have a very, very strong program going into the Rumble. Yeah, and I mean, really, I've I've said it on Twitter, like, at least the past couple of weeks. Roman Reigns is getting the loudest reaction of anyone on the WWE roster right now. Yeah, and it's it's by design. It is The stories are there, and he has full say. So yeah. it's uh, it, it's definitely a, a project of storytelling and having uh, having a say over your creative. Let's yeah. uh, let's move on. Let's talk about our misses. Uh, how about you start? Give me your your number five miss from this week. All right. So my number five miss was very unfortunate because I wanted to like this really badly. I thought it was going to be great, um, but unfortunately, it was the way in on Raw. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, while I love this current iteration of Brock, it's truly, like, the greatest thing ever. It really is. 
Um, this type of stuff isn't for me because there's no need for a weigh-in for a wrestling match. And it just felt clunky. It felt like kind of rambling promos to sell a championship match at insert pay-per-view name. Yeah. So it, it just didn't work for me. Uh, yeah, it's, it wasn't on my list. I almost added it, but I think the way I explain with Seth and Roman is that it's they're two diametrically opposed match styles. And so mm-hmm. I understood where they were going with the weigh-in. I agree it didn't hit. So that's, uh, yeah, I, that's where I'm at too. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Jade Cargill versus Julia Hart from Rampage. While the match was innocuous, the match was kind of there and it just kind of happened. And I'm ready for them. They need to get back on track with putting the TBS title on the TBS show and the TNT title on the TNT show. Because yeah, that you. was a big point of contention. That was a big conversation when they moved over from TBS to TNT, when they had Dynamite go to TV, TBS. Uh, that is... Uh, maybe a little stickler fine that's that's whatever but uh jade is coming along great julia hart is is also a very good wrestler uh i just didn't see i didn't see it in this match i didn't really enjoy the match all that much um they've had they both had better matches so that's my my miss for number five go ahead your number four all right my number four was another thing on raw that I really, really wanted to like, and I thought I was going to love, because I enjoyed the segment last week. Uh, but unfortunately, it was the spelling bee. <laughs> really? I enjoyed the spelling bee. Go ahead. It, no. You know, I, I like I said, I really wanted to like this, but as soon as Otis misspelled the first word, yeah, and actually was counted as correct, <laughs> yeah, it just lost me. It's like, and and I would say more their side of it was the worst, which even hurts me more because I love Chad Gable so much. But having him misspell, but not misspell a word, yeah. and do that whole silly stuff. It was, uh, it was just bad. I I was not a fan of that at all. It was nuanced. He was hoisted by his own petard. It was. We talked about it on Tim and Joel Pod. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I like the segment. I get what you're saying, though. When he when when Otis misspells the word Emmental, and it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, whatever. It was just the, silly. Words are, the 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 words are it, it's yeah. right on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. It is what it is. We got a great match from our from Randy versus Gable after that. Like, we I got a great match in yeah. this too. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. My number four is the opening segment from SmackDown this past week. With Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler, who has new music that is awful, god-awful, Shayna Baszler's that new music. Uh, Aaliyah with her 317 shirt, Shotzi Blackheart, who is not a spotlight stealer, but apparently thinks she is. And then Sasha Banks comes in and definitely helps the segment by announcing her, her, her entrance into the Royal Rumble match. But it kind of ruined another return surprise making me think that either there are bigger ones on the horizon which i do think there are for the rumble um but also if the ronda rousey rumors are true it almost just tells you that if sasha's already been announced and is in the rumble probably not winning and ronda is so i didn't like i didn't like the way the, the the segment happened i didn't like the way it was shot i didn't like i didn't like anything from it it could have been so much better yeah it was um it 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 was like number six on my list, actually. Yeah, Sasha I get it. Banks. Sasha Banks came out and just made it better. So, uh, yeah. So I'm I totally get why it would be on the list, though. Yeah, there you go. What's your number three? 
Number three is Tiffany Stratton over on NXT. <laughs> it was on my list for a minute, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm watching NXT this week, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's an Io Shirai and Zoe Stark backstage segment, which was entertaining to me. It's like Zoe is trying to get Io to be a team for the Dusty Cup. Yeah. And then this character walks in that I really, to be honest with you, I haven't, truly paid attention to yet on 2.0 um and wow i hate it (laughs) i I get it it. i get it (laughs) i was expecting more out of it so i understand that there needs to be uh there needs to be more coming from that character much Yeah. yeah uh yeah i'll hit you with my number three chris jericho and his involvement with santana and ortiz I understand that Eddie Kingston is hurt and therefore he's not on TV. And therefore the storyline with Santana Ortiz 2.0 and Daniel Garcia kind of goes by the wayside and Jericho defaults inside. I get that. What I don't get is the story that they're trying to tell now with the inner circle suddenly turning, even though after months of saying, we're never going to turn each other. We're never going to do this. We're never going to do that. You basically haven't been together in months. Like Sammy's at arm's length. Jake Hager is MIA. Santana and Ortiz should have been on a tag team run that's getting them to a tag team title shot. And Chris Jericho is just running around and screaming at me every Friday night for an hour. I don't need it. I don't need it. And and just the match itself didn't do much. Santana and Ortiz are great. Jericho at the end, what, just flips them off as he's walking up the ramp. Like, I just, I don't need Jericho's involvement. It's just been weird old man Jericho trying to make, you know, yeah. jokes out of puns. And I, I'm I'm far past it. I don't need it. I totally agree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if there's much else to say. You can if you'd like. There there isn't. (laughs) All right. Hit me with your number two. My number two was the whole, uh, and it's unfortunate that I have to put it on the list again, but it's the Naomi Sonya stuff. Mm. It's, I wanted, it's like like another thing. I'm seeing a trend on this list. Uh, It's another thing that I thought I was going to like. And if you didn't know that this feud was going to continue, you haven't become cynical to the WWE product yet. (laughs) Um, They finally had a match. And I was surprised because I honestly didn't think that there was going to be a match. (laughs) uh, Because that's just how it goes. And I didn't enjoy it. It felt long. And while the right person won... It just did nothing for me. It did well, nothing for me. It lacked fire. Continuing. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like this, 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 it felt like it was supposed to be the culmination of this mega feud that's going on between an authority figure and a wrestler. And it just fell flat. It's fair. Yeah. My feeling is tonight at the Rumble, if you're watching this on Saturday, um naomi will have a friend come back and help her out uh in the royal rumble match and eliminate uh eliminate sonia and maybe her new tag team partner or friend i don't know let's say it's shana either way uh, that's that's where i sit on this the match was good uh i agree with you we're still in the middle of this feud that's not making any sense uh i'll hit you with my number two rain dominic 
and the entire rumble silliness from Raw. This is two weeks in a row now where we're having a random mm. six to eight man tag. And then the whole catalyst is if so-and-so got tossed over the top rope, they'd be eliminated from the Royal Rumble. I don't need it. I don't want it. Please just move along. And also the Rain Dominic thing, like if we're building to someone turning on the other to get to Mania, can we please get to it? Because or at least find a bump in the road. And if the bump in the road is, you know, Dominic eliminates Ray after weeks of Ray eliminating Dominic on Raw, then we need to get there tonight at the Rumble and then have the two of them be best pals for a little bit longer and then start making fun of the fact that so-and-so eliminated so-and-so, let that fester, and then someone gets upset after a loss and just pummels the shit out of the other and i guess it's going to be dominic because we need to give dominic some flavor and in the wwe yeah. world the only way to add flavor to your babyface character is to flip him entirely yeah. i'm over it i'm ready to go the rumble stuff this is the one time of year where i'm like the rumble stuff is done let's go let's just get to the rumble have the match that's it but joel you know if they don't remind us every single match when somebody goes over the top rope that they could get eliminated at the royal rumble how would you know how would you know I've had that tweet up since January 3rd. <laughs> Give me your number two. That, I already gave my number two. That, Give me your number, number one. one. God, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> my number one pains me to say Sammy Zayn on SmackDown. I like that. But anyway, go ahead. Um. Yeah, it's uh, this one might it's going to lead to just a, a mini rant because <laughs> I love Sami Zayn and I hate that he gets saddled with these nowhere feeling gimmicks that even if they start off well, like the conspiracy stuff that he was doing, you know, f- trying to film his own documentary, I I really enjoyed that a lot. But when it starts off well, then they have to do dumb stuff like throw Logan Paul into it, mm. which, ugh. It, 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 and now, you know, Zayn and Nakamura, they have this history together. You know, I watched that NXT match, the final NXT match of Sami Zayn's. I cried, I'll happily admit. It was <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, And I love Sami. And his old entrance theme, damn you. Damn you for getting rid of that entrance theme. Uh, not you, Joel. But I get it. I damn know. you for other things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do other stuff bad. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm really sad about this, Joel, because I don't care about Johnny Knoxville. I don't care about Jackass. That was something that was very interesting back in the 2000s, early 2000s. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're doing a new one. That's nice. Uh, but you're doing this dumb stuff with Sami Zayn, and I'm mad, Joel. I'm mad about that. That's fair. Listen, <laughs> for me, the Sami stuff is 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 nothing. Sami working with with uh, celebrities boosts his status. I think he I think he enjoys it, and that's fine. But you're entitled to not enjoying the segment. I get it. I laughed. I enjoyed it. But that's me. Are you ready for number one for me? Give it to me. Ollie J performing, performing oh. on NXT this past week. <laughs> I said it on another show. I'll say it here and I'll make it very simple. Ollie J is what happens when you have more Instagram followers than SoundCloud followers. And I never want to see that again. 
I skipped this entirely. So. You're a smart man for doing it. Tell me, who <laughs> is your favorite wrestler of the week? My favorite wrestler of the week produced the spot that I have not stopped watching since it happened, and that is Sammy Guevara. On What's another yours? show, we have to do the Sammy Guevara. I don't have the voice for it. <laughs> not me today either. It's too early. That's fine. <laughs> what, who uh, is your guy. favorite? My favorite is a guy that I think a lot of people were expecting us to have on our list of top five for this week. My favorite wrestler is very nice, very evil, and very oh. elite. It is love that Danhausen. Danhausen is oh, my good. wrestler of the week. He is not only a fantastic wrestler, he's not a fantastic character, but he made an impact. He got a big, big pop by doing nothing. Showing up from under the ring, I appreciate that. There are tons of great wrestlers this week, sure. A lot of good wrestling happened this week. Stuff we mentioned, stuff we didn't mention. But for me, Danhausen securing his bag, getting his blimp, and getting paid, I think that's the way. And if you don't like it, well, I don't know what to tell you. Tell us who your favorite wrestler is in the comments, though. And this week... For me, it's Dan Housen. For you, it's Mr. Sammy Guevara, TNT champion. And until then, Tim, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Big Money Drew on Twitter, which is turning out to be the best or the worst place to be, depending on uh, your, your opinions on that. And we'll be here again next Saturday for Fightful Overbooked Hits and Misses Episode 3. That's right. He did it for me. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. There's always another video, and they drop every single day here. Fightful Overbooked. Go check us out.